welcome to another episode of Satisfying Static. We're going to bring you some holiday cheer today. <laughs> and by holiday cheer, I mean that we're going to talk about our Christmas trees. Tis the season. Tis the season. We have to. Well, I mean, we always do housekeeping, right? And I feel like this is housekeeping. This is housekeeping. Christina and Liv just got their tree. Yep, yesterday. And she was showing it to me and it's amazing. I'm very jealous. You have like a full-sized like tree tree. I just got my first real Christmas tree ever. <laughs> it's very exciting. So that's why I'm excited. Um, but it's just a little baby tree. So it literally fit in the trunk of the car, which is super fun. That's great. Honestly. I, well, like I've never thought about that. So I, for those of you listening that don't know, I live in an apartment, uh, which means very little storage space often and definitely no storage space in this apartment. So like I don't have very many holiday things just because I don't really have anywhere to put them. And when I moved, I got rid of my tree because it was it was looking sad. I I mean, it was yeah, it, it, it had been loved a lot. So I was like, oh, whatever. I'll just like, I don't have any restore it. I'll just get a new one. And I really wanted like a, a colorful fake tree. But I was like, where the hell am I going to keep that thing? And I was driving by the Christmas tree farm and I was like, baby trees. (laughs) I was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to get a real one because it's little and then I can throw it away at the end of the season. Don't have to store shit. Look at that. Amazing. That's genius. That's genius. I did not get a real tree until me and Olivia started dating. I had not had a real tree ever before. Mm-hmm. So this is only my second year having a real tree. Ooh, okay. So it's new to both of us. That's interesting. Yeah, I always grew up with the fake ones. But um, once my parents like more fully retired or moved up to Wisconsin, like they live kind of in the middle of nowhere. So they just chop one down every year. <laughs> sure. Yeah, this this year we went to a place in Boston that was like very much on a street and you didn't really get to look around. You really just walked in and like whatever tree they had was kind of what you got to go with. So thank God Liv told them to cut down the top because uh, it would have been too tall for our apartment. Oh. So she was like, huh. can we actually trim up the top too? And I was like, oh yeah, sure, sweetie, whatever. And they did. And I'm glad that she did because otherwise it wouldn't have fit in our house. Oh, damn. That's a really nice tree for you get what you get. I got to like walk around and the guy was like, we just got a bunch of little ones in if you want me to wrap some for you. <laughs> it was very well priced. It was only 75 bucks and I think it's eight feet. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's nice. I Harriet is looking at me and I know she's going to bite my arm in any second. So I'm just like waiting (laughs) for her to stop staring at me right now. Like I'm hiding my arm. But no, I wanted to go to a tree farm because we wanted to do a holiday card this year. So we wanted to do some, you know, nice pictures or whatever. And Liv was like, no, they make you chop down your own. I said, sweetie, I don't think every tree farm makes you chop down your own. I feel like that wouldn't be very ADA compliant. So that feels untrue. But okay, like if you don't want to go to a farm, that's fine. So we didn't and and said tree picking took us 10 seconds because we walked in and went, yeah, I guess we'll take that one. And they were like, all right, great. Here you go. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, other housekeeping on my end, I bought a treadmill. Hey, congrats. Good for you. Is it one of those ones that you can like fold up and like put away under the couch or whatever? So I looked at a lot of those and a lot of those were like, this is great for walking under your desk. But if you think you're going to run on this, that's hysterical. Like, okay. A lot of them were like, what is this? A treadmill for ants? (laughs) So I did not get one of those, but the one that I did get, I got on um, the book of faces marketplace. Mm -hmm. It only had 300 miles on it. It still has the plastic on some pieces of it. It's like brand new and it like folds up in the way that you can fold it up and move it on wheels and stuff. And it's light enough that just, me and the dude got it in. I got free delivery. He set it up for me. He recommended some awesome maintenance lube that I should use. And it fit in the spare bedroom perfect. So it worked nice. out. 
Nice. I tried to do my first beginner run today. Um, I lasted 10 minutes of the 30 minute workout. Mm. Their recommended speeds were just too fast. And so lesson learned, their warm up at 3.5 miles an hour was like a very, very brisk walk, which was fine. But then when they said to go to 5.5 for a jog, that was like a full blown sprint for me. So I think maybe I could have gone to like 4.5 and done like a, a nice light jog. They recommended like five minutes of that before transitioning to the other thing. And I was like, I should like have all of this like this whole thing I should have it or if you just lower your speed that should help a lot right away um and you being able to sustain a little bit longer for like because yeah five if, especially if you don't run regularly you haven't run in a long time 5.5 can be a sprint yeah and it was it was like literally 10 minutes and I was like all right cool and I like ripped my stop key off and I was like all right I'm gonna pass out now thanks yeah yeah I didn't realize how out of shape I was from a cardiovascular standpoint until I did that and then I was like oh and I don't know the, the date of the belt test later this month, but um, my hope is that it gets better by then. It's recommended to only run like twice a week when you're first getting started. And I'm going to jujitsu four times a week. So I'm like today and probably Friday I have off will be it for running because then it's jujitsu tonight, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And I work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Well, you're doing it. So yeah, I'm really, progress. I'm trying. Yeah, I made it. I made a bit. I made a video about it and um, I don't know, we're trying. I didn't I didn't spend the money on this thing for it to be a coat rack, so I want to actually use it. Yay! I mean, we're all very proud of you. I'm very excited for you. Is Liv using it at all or is it just your thing? Uh, Liv goes to other fitness stuff and she's okay. – dance is much more cardio intensive mm-hmm. than um, – martial arts is just in the way of like my version of reps isn't that heart rate inducing but her version of like rehearsal is cardiovascularly intense so i don't know that she'll ever use it i'm sure if she wants to she can if she wants to go on a walk or whatever i'm sure (laughs) actually like after we get her pregnant she may want that she may not want to leave the house to walk so she may want she may enjoy walking that'll be nice yeah yeah no, I was just more curious, like, I mean, obviously, like, if you're both getting use out of it, then it was a very, very good investment. Not that it's a bad one if you're not, but... Well, my biggest barrier to working out is is leaving the house. So my argument was, if I just need cardio, I can just get cardio here. And I looked at the exercise bikes and stuff, but, like, I don't think the exercise bikes do enough in the way of cardio for me. I think just straight up running would be better for me. So, yeah. I don't know. It's a work in progress. That's my housekeeping. No, I love it. That's good housekeeping. I had a Peloton. I miss my Peloton. I want another one. So, I'm just, you know, counting down the days until I can be... <laughs> the the type of person that owns a Peloton. Right. Yeah. But yeah, but I used to run all the time. Like my easy run was like three miles. So if for me, a treadmill got boring, I hated running on a treadmill, like that wouldn't be a good investment for me. So I mean, I get that. Like for me, the bike was so hard. It killed me. That was one where like their suggested speeds, I needed to turn down significantly because I was like, y'all are insane. This is a beginner class. Shut up. No. So like, I think it just depends on what your body needs, you know? Yeah. So like my, my quads are strong, but tire easily. And so like, I can, I don't know, the bike just didn't feel like hard enough for me because I wasn't carrying my whole weight. My calves apparently hate walking, by the way. Like my guy, like did the walking warm up. My calves were on fire. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Huh. I don't know. My hope is that it gets better. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The more you do it, the easier it becomes. Like, I just think that's so interesting. Like, I, I, I'm one of the weird 
people that like enjoys exercising. And so like, I think it's interesting to like do something that you think should be easy because you use those muscles every day. And then you're like, wait a minute, I guess I don't use that muscle. <laughs> like, what? Or at least not in that way. But then like, you know, you look back on it like three months later and you're like, oh, well now it's easy. Yeah. And that's my hope. Like I, in jujitsu, I've made a lot of progress just getting used to my body movement in that way. And I was injured. Like what, three weeks ago when I started going four times a week, I got like, I hurt my left elbow, my left knee. And then I got used to it. And my body was like, no, it's fine. You can train four days a week and be fine. So like, you're yeah. fine. So my hope is that the running part goes the same way. Oh yeah, it will. Our bodies are amazing. They get, they adapt so quickly. It's, it's a little scary. And even like, I used to work out a ton and now I haven't the last few years. And that's really been like hard for me. Um, but even when I would take like breaks and I'd be like oh man I'm starting over from nothing like you you aren't ever really you like come back you're like wow I'm bouncing back a lot faster than I thought and like even though it's been a while and I haven't really done anything my body still like remembers and like can do this and like it sucks at first but you give it a little bit and you're like oh yeah this isn't that hard yeah well in my body I always enjoy working out but it's one of those things that I like I don't feel like I enjoy it until it's done Right. So like if I get up and I force myself to do it and while I'm doing it, I'm like, this is fine. And then at the end, I'm like, wow, I feel really good about myself. But I re it's really a journey to get to that part of it. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, for me, the, the part that like keeps me working out is like I really like feeling strong and in control of like my body and working out does that for me. Right. Like uh, not everyone can attempt to do a headstand. Like, you know, there are certain yoga poses that are difficult to do if you don't have balance and like control. Those to me are like huge dopamine, I guess, boosters where I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, I got this because I went to yoga this week. So don't worry. I can bend down and pick that up without hurting my back. Um, <laughs> but it's like things like that, that like really keep me pushing forward. And so like, I don't know, that takes, that takes time to build up. But what I'm realizing now that I haven't been doing those things and like little things are harder, like bending down and picking things up. I'm like, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> this isn't making me feel good. So maybe I do need to go back to like putting in the work and working out because like the long-term result is just way worth it. Yeah. So fingers crossed that it, it, it works out. It will. You're doing great. Let's fire the bad boy up. Beep, boop, bop, bop, dop, 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 bop, smack, dop, dop, smack. <laughs> Why are there so many smacks? Why not? Uh, answer. <laughs> Why are you just looking at me like that? <laughs> I don't know that I have anything for this one. This is a weird one. <laughs> yeah, I don't really either. Yeah, like I, the first thing that comes to mind is like answer question. But like, what? where do we go from there? So maybe we uh, redo this one. <laughs> How about sweep? Ooh, I don't know why that immediately I thought of chimney sweep. Absolutely. Yeah, chimney sweep, sweep. Sweep, 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 chimney, sweep, sweep, sweep. I don't, my fiance would hate me for not actually knowing that song, but that's a song, right? Like, is it? A, it's the it's the chimney sweep song from uh, what is it, Mary Poppins? The the the, the chimney. Uh, you know, I don't remember the song, but the yeah, the next thing that popped in my head was like, I was like, is it singing in the rain that he's a chimney sweep and there's one in Mary Poppins? Anyway, uh, do these things still exist? Do people still sweep chimneys? Or do is that still a profession? It is still a profession. Huh. I do know. I do know that certifiably, you you do still have people who come and clean chimneys. It's it's a thing out in New England for sure. Oh, cool! I don't know. I've never thought of that before. Yeah, no, it's definitely a real thing. Like people have to come 
empty out chimneys. It all depends on what kind of heat source you use, I think, is the big deal. That is fascinating. Well, because I was just thinking, I mean, people still have fire, fire burning, like chimneys, whatever, fireplaces here, out here. Uh, so some, so somebody's got to clean those. <laughs> yeah. Liv's parents have a, a wood burning fireplace in their house that we used last Christmas. That's crazy. Okay. So, um, that's probably the most interesting thing. Uh, the best fun fact I've learned today is chimney sweeps still exist. Um, because that, that whole phrase to me, just like, like we were talking about Mary Poppins seems like a very like old timey turn of It phrase. feels very uh, 18th or 19th century London. Yeah, right. Like who, when would we ever be sitting around talking about a chimney sweep? So that's um, fascinating, except on this episode of this podcast, obviously. <laughs> I think it's in Newsies to the Broadway musical. They are also chimney sweeps, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's the same like time- the era so that would it's make sense, all 19th right? century england i'm pretty sure or 19th <laughs> century new york like i'm all i'm pretty sure it's all the same right like kind of vibe they're all wearing those like news newspaper boy caps and they all have soot on their faces right yes yes what i first thought of was that we accidentally got delivered a robotic vacuum cool <laughs> yeah. So Olivia's sibling bought a Christmas gift for their mother and then shipped it to us so that we could wrap it and bring it to the Christmas thing. But what got delivered was a robotic vacuum. And we had been talking about wanting one. And so we thought somebody just gifted it to Olivia as like a late birthday gift. Because uh-huh. it was addressed to Olivia. So we op- ripped it open, we set it up, and I was like letting it map out the house and do its sweepy thing. Mm-hmm. And then it comes out that like, no, this is the wrong item. And I was like, homie, we want to keep it now. It's got it's covered in dog hair now. Like it's got all this fur on it. Yeah, we've been using it. <laughs> yeah, now it's ours. Yeah. So I was like, I'll cover the difference, I guess. But it was the exact same price. It was like, you know, the exact same. So we have a robotic uh, sweep now. Oh, cool. We- we've elected to name it Seymour. Uh- Okay, I forget what I called mine, but I like Seymour. That's a good one. A lot of people go for like Roxanne, the robot vacuum. That's cute. Uh, I wish I was that clever. No, I just like being annoying. Mine was definitely called something like Starship Seven or something weird like that. Oh, hilarious. I don't even know what brand ours is, but we were thinking of names and I was like, let's name it Seymour. Seymour the Sweep. I love it. No, I love it. We love alliteration. But have have you been enjoying it? Do you like how it works? Because I miss mine sometimes. So our this is going to feel like a humble brag, but our apartment is so big that it really struggles to map out the whole thing Mm. and return home before its battery is low. So when I hit like auto, it, you know, does half the apartment and then it's like, I'm sad. I'm going to go back home. And then it like, you know, slowly finds its way home. Well, I mean, I, I think the battery life on those things just kind of suck because it would do that my old apartment too. Like it could only yeah. really handle one room and then it needed to nap and then it could do it again in the afternoon. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's fine. Um, I enjoy it. It doesn't really have a cry when it gets stuck. It just keeps hitting the wall and then like, you know, like mm-hmm. there's some corners in the house it gets stuck in. And it'll just, it'll just keep hitting it and it won't like, beep or do anything and i'm like use your words i don't know it's <laughs> that's hard uh yeah they're not perfect but no well like olivia dropped some stuff on the kitchen and then like turned it on to come into the kitchen to clean it and then it like went over some stuff and missed some stuff and she was like well, what the heck like you don't even do and i'm like sweetie it's not a perfect mechanism mm-hmm. like it just isn't 
No, I learned sort of the hard way that it's, it's like a assist, it's a helpful assistant, but like you still have to vacuum and clean the floors. Like it's, it doesn't do a very good job, but if you're someone like me who will leave that for a few weeks, it's a nice in between. Absolutely. Or if you have pets, like if you have pets and like I dog sit, so that, you know, doesn't help. If you have pets, it's great because you don't want to be sweeping hair every single day. Like this is a good fix for that. Yeah, exactly. It's been really nice to just like turn it on and sit and not have to mess with it. We have a an unexpected guest, Harriet, Hi, has Harriet. joined <laughs> the podcast. She's behind me. She doesn't normally hang out with me, but it's because it's no. 3.30 in the afternoon, which means it's an hour and a half before dinner time. So she's glued to me <laughs> until dinner time. Oh my God. Well, it looks like she's sitting on your shoulder, but I'm pretty sure she's sitting on the couch. No, on okay. the cushion behind me. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, on the cushion behind me. She's just, you know, doing the Sphinx move where she's got her paws <laughs> in front of her and she's just like chilling there. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's her. Very cute. Okay. Anything else on sweep? I don't think I have anything else on sweep. No, I was just really shocked that I didn't think of like a broom first. That the first thing I thought of was chimneys. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought of too. And I think it's the word sweep, not sweeping. Oh, I yeah, think if maybe. we would have said sweeping. My first thought would have been, oh, a broom. You sweep with a broom, but... Yeah. What about cooperate? I'm sorry, say that again? (laughs) Cooperate? Okay. I don't know why I heard that so weird. (laughs) Did I say it weird? I might have said it weird. It sounded like you said cooperate. (laughs) Oh, I might have. I might have put an R-E in the middle of cooperate. I might have done that. That might have been me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, not sure. But anyway, we'll play it back. Um, cooperate. Uh, or cooperate. Cooperate. If, uh, I don't know if anyone says it like that, but maybe we Nobody. can try. Um, that really just makes me think of job applications because that's what I've been doing a lot of lately. <laughs> Have you been writing ideal cooperation? Oh my God. Or Really good at teamwork. In, yeah, a lot of yeah. that. Collaborated. Yeah, so a lot of job descriptions and uh, cover letters. <laughs> that's what that's making me think of, which is making me tired. <laughs> cooperate just makes me think of police and law enforcement screaming, why aren't you cooperating? Oh, oh, <laughs> wow. It just, okay. <laughs> it just, that makes me tired, too. Just uh, Same, but that's a good turn. <laughs> cooperate get on the ground cooperate i'm trying okay oh okay we're getting all right (laughs) okay this deserves like a ptsd warning oh geez uh well speaking of the next word would be scream (laughs) so where is the random word generator taking us today (laughs) down a horror fantasy of doom i guess apparently um, but I think scream went negatively just because of that last conversation. Cause I don't know. Yeah. You know, when I hear the word scream though, I only ever think of scary movie. Yeah, I know. It's hard not to, right? Like I never saw the original scream films ever. Literally never. I thought oh. the character was made up for the scary movie movies. Oh, <laughs> like genuinely. I thought the scary movie movies were what invented scream. Mm, and okay. like you know, I was not I was vice versa. 
No, and I was in that generation where everybody was screaming for Halloween for like fucking t- 15 years. Like yeah. everybody just bought a scream mask and that's what they did. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. But I'm like, I, I've never seen the real scream movies at all. Are they called Scream? They are. Yeah. Scream 2, Scream 3. I think there's five of them. Oh, Uh, is it like... uh, David Arquette is in them. Um, I did know that. uh, What's her face from Friends? Uh, Courtney. Courtney Cox. Yes, she's in them. Uh, Drew Barrymore is in the first one. So, like, it's had, like, famous for the, what is that, early 2000s names in it. So, 96, 97, 2000, 2011, 2022, and 2023. That is way too long. Scream 1 through 4 came out from 96 to 2011. Just Scream came out in 2022, and then Scream 6, the last Scream, is coming out next year. Oh my god, why are they? Why? I don't know. But okay, I mean, I guess good for them. They are like remaking everything, I don't know. Um, it, I mean, they weren't like great movies, but it I looks guess like, like Courtney Cox and David Arnett are in the first three screams. Oh, are they in the fourth? I don't know. Oh, they're in the fourth too. Wow. They stuck with that franchise. Good for them. They really did. Well, the same director did the first four. Wes Craven did the first four. Yeah, well, that makes sense, though, because Wes Craven holds on to... If he's doing a series, he's doing a series. It's really hard to pick up something after a Wes Craven. Yeah, but it looks like the two more recent Screams, I don't know that they have the same people in it. Yeah, probably a different director, too. But Wow, it's a $740 million franchise from box office sales only. Amazing. Good for them. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, really, it's sort of in the same vein as, like, if you think of the Friday the 13th movies or, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, except it was just later. So it's, it's like, that series, but, like, for our generation more, I guess. I guess. I think of the Jigsaw series. What's that? Saw. Oh, that too. Yeah, that's, that's also same, yeah, same vein. I think that came a little later than Scream, right? Yeah, no, Saw definitely came out way later. Saw and Final Destination, those came out oh, around yeah. the same time. Saw and Final Destination. God, those movies were so good. The first two Final Destinations, Nightmare Fuel. Honest mm-hmm. to God, Nightmare Fuel. Mm-hmm. I saw the first Final A Destination. <laughs> yeah, I saw the first Final Destination before I ever flew. And for those of you that don't know, in Final Destination <sighs> 1, the whole premise is that this guy sits down on the airplane, his high school student sits down on an airplane, and he like goes through turning the the air on and he's like kind of freaking out. And then all of a sudden he falls asleep, sees the plane explode and it feels so real. He gets up and he makes this huge scene and he makes everybody get off the plane and like a bunch of people, you know, stay on the plane or whatever. But him, his teacher and some people who get stuck in traffic get pushed off the plane. They're in the airport trying to figure out what to do next. And the plane explodes. The plane that he thought was going to explode explodes. Mm-hmm. And then as the premise like is, off. yeah, as it's like ascending. So the premise is, he, him, and the seven people or whatever that came off the, the plane with him, quote, escaped death, and now death is going to find a way to like take what's owed from them. So they all die in extremely elaborate ways that are all deemed like freak accidents that are definitely not accidents. Like 
the teacher falls on like a knife that like had gotten pulled out and like stuck in such a way that it was standing upright and like very clever ideas yeah the one dude trips and like strangles himself with his shower curtain or something and it was like oh yeah 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 it was all very scary and Mm -hmm. done in such a way that nobody had done it that way before like where death was a real Mm -hmm. entity and like could think and move and do these things but you never saw it coming was super cool so my first flight i sit down and i'm like panicking that i'm gonna have some sort of vision that my airplane is going to explode i'm gonna be set on this fantasy run of like escaping death oh boy it was so good the first one's so Mm -hmm. good the rest of them just get more outlandish from there but the first one was pretty good the second one was pretty good and then after that it got you know not great but yeah, I think that's why it didn't hang on for as long. But yeah, I mean, final, final destination. What was it? Final destination. Final. What is that? Yeah, final destination. Final destination. Yeah, yeah final destination. Yeah. Um, I think it sparked a lot of f- that fear of flying for a lot of people because I've heard that from so many people, and they're like, "Oh, Man. that scene in final." De- I'm like, "Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I know. I remember." Well, and it's like that's why it was so good. Like the title was so good because it was final destination. It's about the airplane is what yeah, kicks it off. Yeah. So right. when you make final destination, the next four movies or whatever, and one of them yeah. starts in a theme park, it's like, well, okay, that doesn't. Right. All right. Right. Well, yeah. And I think what made the movies so effective is like a lot of scary movies. Most scary movies before then have like a villain, somebody that's yeah. coming after you, something that's coming for you. These were all just like everyday situations that could literally maybe happen to you tomorrow yeah and what was interesting is like the way that they spinned it was that a couple of them could see when (laughs) death was gonna happen so like one of them was like i remember this uh scene i think it was the second one was like this dude with hooks it was like the shadow of this guy with hooks Mm -hmm. and they're like what the heck and then there was a guy like wheeling this thing of like prosthesis and they were like what is that like a guy with hooks like what is gonna happen and then it, like the hook catches one of them and then like they get stuck in the elevator their her hair gets stuck in the elevator and then the elevator goes up and it like decapitates oh, her it's like nuts yeah, yeah but it was so yeah it, it was uh it was it was cool and gory enough but not like saw where it was all gore oh saw gives me the heebie-jeebies though some of those early yeah. ones like where so, that one girl falls into the pit of all the needles. Uh, oh, I hated uh, that one. Uh, I hated uh, that. That was like uh, a, a third, the third one or something too. Yeah. But that was the whole point of Saw. Like there's different levels of, of horror. People yeah. like different things. Some people like psychological thrillers, which I would still consider horror movies in certain cases. Yeah. Um, and Saw was definitely for the crowd that just like likes gore and wants things to be gory and as gory as possible. There's an audience for that. Um, for sure. obviously a very big one which is a little disturbing but whatever um but that's that that was definitely that scream and those kind of movies are like mild the mild version of that they're slashers they're like halloween yeah exactly. oh god guys coming for me i'm gonna run in the right. open yard and trip nah, and fall right exactly like they're predictable but like still fun to watch or whatever saw was all about like fucking with your head yeah yeah and gory which is just terrible I don't, I don't have a scream. I just yell. Like when I think of a scream, I think of like a high pitched yelp. I don't have one of those. It's just yelling. So like when I get like when somebody jump scares me, it's just, I just yell. I just yell like, what the fuck? Or like, ah, but I don't scream. Mm, Yeah. I don't know that I like, like if I think of like 
oh, do I have a scream? Like, I would think I would need to be, like, standing in a field or locked in my car and, like, okay, what does it sound like when I'm just, like, you know, you just, like, let it fucking go. Like, that's, to me, would be a scream. Like, if you scared the shit out of me, like, will I yelp? Yeah. Or I don't know what the reaction would be. I don't either, Siri. I really don't. (laughs) You know, she just keeps butting in today and I'm over it. (laughs) I, you know, but I, yeah, I just, I, I don't know if my voice is just too low that my octave doesn't hit that way, but like, I just, it doesn't get high like that. It just doesn't. I mean, men scream. So. No, I, I believe it. I just, I don't know why. It's like, I've never, every time I've been scared, it's just been like a deeper yell. It's like my response is not to get high. It's to get low. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I can't think of like what I sound like when I get scared because I don't know if I always like scream. Sometimes my first my first instinct is to physically react. So my first instinct right. is sometimes to hit. Yeah, or like shove. Like I'll, I'll do yeah, a lot of that. Like, uh, like yeah, yeah <laughs> so, absolutely. Yeah. So like it depends. Run from this. Like, get out of the way. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know that I always will like. If like, like I don't really I don't think I do that a lot if someone scares me my first instinct is usually to like get away so I might like yeah shove you no same and I've definitely like opened a door and someone tried to scare me and I like immediately just slammed the door yeah yeah I've like, done that I like oh I open the door and then I immediately just, like slam it shut and they're like what the fuck I'm like well, what the fuck yourself you scared right. me I don't know what are you gonna tell me this is why I always tell people, like, especially when people think they're funny or flirty by, like, scaring you. And, like, no, no, it's it's not cute with me. Like, you might end up with a black eye and it will one million percent be your fault. Like, don't I also, sneak up on me. I just never understood that version of flirting. Oh, me I just either. never got it. I just never got it. Like, scaring somebody is not fun for flirting. Like, it's not super flirting, cute, adorable to scare. <laughs> I, just, I just don't. I don't know. Maybe that's the lesbian in me. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I'm because I've had lesbians behave like that too. So I don't know. But like, I, I've never understood that either. Um, because I don't really do that to people. But also like, I get really nervous and embarrassed afterwards. Because again, I don't like I'm not like, ah! I'm like, Oh, sorry, I just slammed this door into your forehead. <laughs> like, right? How you doing? <laughs> Yeah, it's a weird, like, they did something stupid, and now you're apologizing for them because your reaction was bad. Yeah. Right, exactly. It was like, you made a dumb decision, but now I have to take care of your bloody nose. Damn it. Yeah, now I feel bad, and I'm apologizing for my reaction to your terrible decision. Right. So that's why I just, like, never got it. It was like, it never ends well. (laughs) No, I don't get it either. But anyway, um... We eclipsed time really well. I don't think I used the word eclipsed right there, but I said it. Damn, I was really trying to circle back to the first word and I couldn't remember what it was, but Oh, um, um oh boy, what was it? Hang cooperate? on. Nope, there's one before cooperate. Answer? Sweep. Sweep. Answer, sweep, cooperate. Well, we've swept through this episode quickly. We sure have. We sure have. <laughs> And it was a scream of a time. Oh, God. We got a lot of words in on this one. Um, we did. We did. We skipped. Rough. The answer is what we skipped right at the beginning. We skipped answer. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good to know. Well, thanks for joining us. Until next time. Thank you. Jesus. That's going to get better. That's going to get better. <laughs>